Talk now. Hey guys. It's just a pineapple. Hey, what's going on, guys? Here at the swamp. Get ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune in to Rule Number One podcast on Monday. Yeah, episode 23. We're rolling, rocking and rolling, getting it going. This show, man, we're 23 episodes deep. Dude. Yeah, man, it's it's so cool kind of just to see how this thing is uh, is coming along, man. I mean, just the journey that we've had from the very beginning and seeing our progress going all the way through, man, it's, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, but, you see yeah. the growth with it. Absolutely, dude. And, you know, we're checking off some boxes one small thing at a time. You know, we had a business plan coming in into this thing um, that we set forth months prior before episode one with Trey Woosley. And, uh, you know, I think we checked off every box and so far our last... You know, our longest past due box was like five days. So yeah. we're right on to right on target, man. Yeah, and I know I know for me, like, you know, I had big ambitions with this podcast and like I was excited about it. But honestly, I never thought it would make it this far. Like you know, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I did like in the back of my mind, but I never thought it would get to the point where it's like oh dang, like we're filing for a LLC, like we're starting business, we're making money, and we're only five months in six months in yeah and so it's super super encouraging you know you put in all the hard work and all of a sudden like you pull some attention and you're like hey this is cool like yeah, absolutely <laughs> and you know that's you hit it right on the spot i was at a baseball game last night um watching my dad coach by the way okay. and uh i had a guy come up to me on the fence he's like hey man i was like hello <laughs> and he's like yeah he's like you're that dude from the podcast yeah i was like oh yeah, I am. That is me. Nice to meet you, dude. I'm glad you listen. I hope you're listening to this episode too. But it's been cool, dude. It's it's yeah. it's been a nice ride, and we're still going up. Exactly. Going up. I I love whenever I get. I mean, obviously, it's not like necessarily random people that'll stop me or whatever. But it's like friends of friends, and you're like, oh, you're the guy with the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, yeah. it's a little something. Yeah. <laughs> but. yeah. You got your first random. It's kind of weird. I've had my first random. It's kind of weird, but. I've had it with like my TikTok and everything, but I haven't had it with the social media or with the uh, podcast podcast yet. But I like, it's super cool. It's super cool. It's, it's very encouraging to see, you know, all your hard work pay off and, you know, we're still growing, but it's, it's, it's a cool little, little encouraging moment. Well, to get in tonight, tonight's episode, you see that we don't have the black chair. We, that means we don't have a guest with us tonight. But, uh, you know, last episode with John O'Neill, we kind of had, you know, the inspiration and you know, other people have told us to do this too. Yeah. To uh, kind of have some episodes, you know, given our testimony or our story, mm-hmm. our, you know, where how we've got to here. Exactly. You know, and so we're going to treat you like a guest tonight, <laughs> Nate. Yeah, I was talking to Brian, and and after John's episode, man, I, I kind of took a look in the mirror, and I'm like, dang. Like, I, you know, I've known John for a long time, and just some of the things he said, it just, it was a big flashback from a yeah. lot of things that I used to talk to him about in high school, and it's like, man, like, I need to figure some things out. And I think I think it affected you the same way, because yeah, you, yeah, you made a couple mentions about it, and it's it's one big thing. If, if any of y'all ever listen to these like podcasts like yes. if you're listening to this episode right now and you haven't listened to last episode go back and listen to absolutely it. i mean because that is about as real as one person can possibly get and uh-huh. you know that's what we preach on this podcast mm-hmm. you know we preach 
like transparency. Just be yourself. Like, don't try to be funny. Don't try to act like you're somebody you're not. Like, yeah. we're just, we just want to sit down and have a conversation. So I hope in these next couple episodes, you know, John was last week. He kind of gave his testimony. I'm going to give mine this week. And then Brian, I believe, is going to do his next, next week. Next week, yeah. So hopefully y'all can kind of get a little more insight of who we are as hosts on this podcast. And uh, whenever we have future guests on, you can kind of know where we're coming from and maybe pick up on some of the inside jokes that will slip in there every now and then. Yeah, that's very true. So, Nate, welcome to the Rule One Podcast. Uh, <laughs> we ask all of our guests this off the top of the episode. You know, partner, what's your uh, number one rule to live by? Well, first, Brian, I I, I just want to say thank you for having me on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, my number one rule, it's not necessarily like uh, hard, like in stone kind of thing, but I, I live by a couple things. Um, one, it's a quote from Matthew McConaughey and uh, somebody asked him who's his biggest hero. And he said his biggest hero is himself in 10 years. Okay. And so it kind of sounds envious or envious, uh, vain or arrogant in a way. But the way he explained it is he wants to be himself. His biggest hero is himself in 10 years because he's always striving to be the best possible person he can be. Mm -hmm. And so if your hero is always 10 years ahead of you, then you can never obtain it. And so if you keep striving and striving to be a better person and better, you know, friend, husband, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, worker, whatever, if you're doing the best you absolutely possibly can, then naturally you just become a better person yeah. over the years. Um, and along the same lines is uh, there was another quote that I've seen. Honestly, I don't know the guy's name. I saw him on TikTok, <laughs> and he looked really cool. Yeah, um, okay. he, he had a cowboy hat, long gray beard. He just looked wise, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said this thing, and he, he was talking to young adults, like young mm -hmm. men in particular. And uh, and he says, if on on your journey, basically, he says, you're, you're never your end result or whatever. He goes, mm -hmm. think of it as your... Uh, a, uh, like a Damascus steel knife, like this beautiful knife, you know, layers on layers of iron. And he goes, how they make these knives is you melt the metal down and then you put, you put it in the fire and you heat it up and you heat it up and you can get it really hot. And you know, you, you get put through all of these trials and this heat and it's pressing you and pressing you and pressing you. And then, you know, Oh, I don't think I can take it anymore. You don't, I don't think I could take it more. And you continue to get heated. Well, once it gets hot, the knife's not done. Yeah. So when you take the knife out, then you put it in the vise, and then you start hammering it, and you keep hammering it, and you keep hammering it. And so it's molding you into who you are. And then you're like, okay, well, it's cooled off. It's hammered. It's got its shape. Well, it's not done yet. Nope. It, it needs a hilt. So then you got to carve and smooth the handle, and you smooth the handle. And then once you finally have this masterpiece how it looks really nice. Well, it's not going to cut anything. So then you got to put it in the grinder and you got to sharpen it down. And then once you got your perfect knife and then you go to cut something and you got to sharpen it again. So it's almost like this idea of we're always polishing ourselves off. You want to be that prize possession in the, you know, the top cabinet, but there's always trials and tribulation that you're going to go through. And when you go through them, it kind of just makes you into that prize piece at the end of the day. And you, your goal is to be that prize piece at the top of the cabinet. You know, you are all about the process. Oh, yeah. You know, going back to your rule one, you know, be your hero in 10 years. Try to be mm -hmm. your hero in 10 years. You know, the hardest part about that is the 10 years, is the time. You know, things always change. You can't stop change. Mm -hmm. So it's like a train on a track. It's always going to be going. Yeah. Uh, and like... That's the hardest part. How do you stay with your goals throughout 
changing times, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go through change. You're about to go through change. Heck, my lease is up in a couple months at the house in my yeah. Lake Wales. So I don't know where I'm going to be living in a couple of months. I might get renew that lease or I might go to somewhere somewhere else. But okay, I can guarantee this podcast is going to be going in a couple of months. So like, <laughs> exactly. I know, hope so. You yeah. know, it will be. We've yeah. already invested too much time and money into it now Definitely. to stop. But, you know, the process, how do you take your, like, how does yourself not get discouraged by the time it takes to get to your end goal in your process. Man, I, I get really guilty um, of this. And, like, I'm a big dreamer. Like, yeah. obviously, you and I are both big dreamers. Um, and I have big goals and aspirations for myself. And a lot of times, I get caught up in the end goal and not necessarily the process. And so, honestly, man, to be real, like, I struggle a lot with it. I mean, mm-hmm. big time. And so there's times I get up in the morning and I mean, on average, I run on five hours of sleep and I work 10, 11, 12 hour days on yeah. like minimum. Um, and then I come and clock in on this podcast. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I go to bed at 12 o'clock, I get up at five. And so <clears throat> there's mornings that I wake up and I, I look in the mirror and it's like, what, like, what is all this for? You know? Me too. And it's like, man. I know there's an end goal, and honestly, like, ever since I was young, like, I just felt like I was destined for something big, Mm -hmm. and, you know, through maturing, there was times where I thought it was different things, you know, growing up, I always thought I was going to be a professional baseball player, I just, I thought that was God's plan for me, I thought I was going to make it, you know, in my junior year of high school, I, I was really very good. I yeah. mean, I batted 450 and we were the 16th team, uh, 16th team in the nation. I had four home runs that summer. I was getting recruited all over the place. It didn't quite pan out for me in college. Um, and then, you know, we start this thing. And so it's like, it, you can't help but dream. It's like, maybe this is my calling. And it's like, I've always had that thing in my life where it's like, I know I'm destined for something really big, but I can't quite put my finger on it. So I just keep making a step and making a step and you get yes. up and do what you can. Absolutely. And that, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. I feel like I'm destined for something big too. I don't know what that is yet. I don't know where that is yet or what it like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's out there. I got to find it. Yeah. But you know, the steps along the way are things that I'm going to look back and love. And I know you, mm-hmm. are, you take it the same way. But, you know, looking back at things that you love, you might hate things, too, when I you get where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah. You know, things make us up, all oh. right? Past events, um, you know, lessons learned. Yeah. yeah. So, I know you got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically what Brian's getting at <laughs> is um, I'm, I'm going to give a little bit of my testimony, you know, just where I came from before, you know, this yes. podcast. Um, we've handed out a couple things, you know. I, I can't start my story without starting it here. Um, and so when I was 12 years old, my dad passed away. He had, had stage three pancreatic cancer, came out of nowhere. Um, and, you know, my dad, if it wasn't for, you know, myself in 10 years, if that wasn't my hero, mm. my dad 100% would be uh, be my hero. I mean, he was the best possible example a guy could have for 12 years. Um but he was diagnosed when I was 12, and John mentioned it too, so I figured I'd put it out yeah. there and kind of clear the air a little bit. Um, he was diagnosed when I was 12 um, with cancer, and uh, the doctors told him off the rip that he was going to p- basically pass away within a month. And uh, and it was the craziest thing, like 11, or I think I was 10 at the time, 10-year-old me 
was in the doctor's office with him, whole family around him. You know, he got admitted and they said, you've got a month to live. And he looked at the doctors and started laughing. And I was like, <laughs> what is this guy's issue? Yeah. Like, what is going on? He starts laughing. He looks at the doctor and he says, you don't write my timeline. God writes my timeline. And so then he went to fight. So he did chemotherapy and everything like that. And uh, he ended up lasting uh, a year and a half. And then he finally, you know, passed. But um, there was <clears throat> a time in it where he was telling everybody, he was like, you know, he was like, I don't know how much longer I live. And he was like, but my goal is to make sure that everybody knows the word of God. And so he was out there. It didn't matter if he was kind of like a uh, John story yeah. with Roger Evans, how he would have a chemo port and he'd have to go to the hospital and get it put back in. And he was back at it. Same with my dad, same kind of guy. And, uh, it just encourages me because, you know, my dad had such a strong faith. He didn't care, you know, what he was doing. He always, you know, did everything to 110%. And that's kind of how I try to model my life. Um, and in, and towards some of the end of the days, um, you know, I think it was two, three days before he passed away. Um, my six, my sister actually got married. And so they found out like, okay, this time's kind of coming short. And my, my sister was engaged and they're like, okay, we're going to move this wedding up. So, they didn't have a venue. They didn't have, you know, a caterer. They didn't have anything. And so they told her church and they were like, okay, like we're all going to pitch in. So they planned this whole entire wedding in two weeks and they got married. He walked her down the aisle and two days later he passed away. And, uh, and that was just such a big story in my life because I, you know, kind of saw God's provision through everything yeah. because, you know, he's, he's a day before he passes away and, you know, we're all sitting by him and he's smiling and everything. And they're like, you know, how can you be so confident in this? And it's like, well, you know, I'm about to see my creator. And so that's a little backstory into me. Um, and then from there, um, that was a big thing that kind of molded me, um, moving into kind of like high school era, uh, area. I was 12 moving into there. Um, you know, I battled with that a lot. I mean, i just lost my best friend, kind of like John mentioned. Um, I went to LCS. I started playing football and baseball um, and, you know, just stuck to it. I mean, yeah. you, you know how it just is. Just yeah. <laughs> you, you absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I played baseball and football. Um, started getting recruited my early junior year for football um, and then – early senior year for baseball um had a couple different offers you know I didn't didn't really nothing really stood out you know it was all up north I had a preferred walk on to Florida A&M to go play baseball <laughs> um, you would have fit in yeah, perfectly hey they had an ag major and so I was I was thinking, thinking about, about it, it yeah. I was thinking Why about not? it go play D1 baseball facts um but yeah, I had a couple different offers, and then uh, and then Coach Sykes, um, yep, he came to me. And it was late my senior year, and he was like, "Hey, fella," he's like, "Why don't you come get an ag degree and come play baseball for us?" <laughs> and so uh, I went over there. Um, uh, I played. Obviously, I played my four years there. And that's how I met Brian. Um, went into my uh, my freshman year, and I was kind of kind of contained my whole life. You know, my mom being a single mom, she. <laughs> she kind of tried to keep a tight grip on me. Um, and I've always been kind of a guy where you got to kind of make your mistakes and you live from them. Yeah. I agree. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> and so I've, I've mentioned a couple of times, uh, you know, during the podcast, you know, I've, I've made mistakes or my career was a little bit different from Brian. So this is where this yeah. all kind of starts. Um, so yeah, I get to, uh, I get to Warner. Um, 
you know, man, I, I hit the party scene hard. You know, I got a little taste of freedom. I, you know, went out to bars. I had a bunch of money saved up, blew it all. Um, kind of like how I did when I went down to Ave, dude. I, yeah. I left Fort Meade, small town, one red light. Man, I was out and I wanted everything. I wanted to see every site, every yeah. party, every girl, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just like, I tell people all the time, it's uh, the transition from high school to college is so big. And I wish there was a way to somehow adapt these freshmen into the whole college scene because, you know, I mean, I've seen people that go from high school to college that, you know, hit rock bottom, you know, very similar to how I hit. Um, And it's just, it's tough to be able to transition from, you know, you're in your parents' household and then all of a sudden there's just freedom. You can do whatever you you want. want. You know, normally you got mommy and daddy's bank account and you can go spend money or do whatever. If you're fortunate enough. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Um, but it's 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 just a tough time. And, uh, you know, I kind of hit that. Um, and I thought I was a man, you know, freshman on campus. You know, I can go do whatever I want. Um, ended up, you know, not going to class, didn't make the grades. And, uh, and so, obviously, Warner was very fortunate enough to let me come back. Um, couldn't play in the spring, didn't make the grades, but I made the grades next year. So, uh, had a great fall, you know, I'm, I'm freshman, sophomore year, great falls, you know, they're telling me I'm be varsity potential starter and, uh, going into my sophomore year, great fall. Like I said, um, it hits the very last day and, uh, of the fall season and, uh, our team, we have a, a thing called the pizza series. And, uh, and basically, they split the whole team up into three teams, and they kind of do like a winner takes all. Undefeated, by the way. <laughs> I'm bragging to all my teammates listening out there. Yeah. Undefeated. So, so kind of winner takes all deal. So uh, my team, uh, my team won, and uh, I was like, you know, me being the whole party animal or whatever I was back then, um, I was like, all right, party at my girl I was dating at the time at her house. And they're like, oh, heck yeah. So we go over there, and, you know, it was Florida-Georgia game. We were all having a good time, whatever. Go to a 21st birthday party last night. Things happen. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then on the way home, uh, we have a rival um, uh, across the lake, and I had a couple bad influences with me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and they were like, hey, man, why don't you go do donuts on their soccer field? And uh, I was like, no, no, I'd never. And they basically were like, oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, you got to be a man about it. And looking back now, it's not much of being a man doing stupid being stuff like that. And that's more of being a boy. Yeah. And uh, and so I go out there, obviously, fall into peer pressure and a little liquid courage into it, too. But um, then uh, the next day, not thinking anything of it, I'm at the ex-girlfriend's house and I hear knock on the door and here comes po- here comes the police. <laughs> so they asked me, uh, they're like, are you Nathan Smothers? Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Make a long story short to get arrested. This was probably rock bottom for me. and uh, I would imagine. Yeah, and I hit that point, and I was like, man, what are you doing with your life? You know, you're about to get kicked out of school. Um, again, Warner was faithful to me and let me stay back on campus. I had a... They're big on second chances. Yeah, well, they gave me three and nice. hey, thankfully the third one I'm, I, I made last. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and you know, I, I kept saying, like, I've told a lot of people, like I would 
always say good things about Warner. You know, it's not same, some same. places, you know, some people talk bad about it. You know, it's being a private Christian school. There's a lot of rules and things like that. Warner was the best possible place for me is because if I did certain things at other schools, I may have not got punished for them. And I probably would have not ended up being the man I am today because the people around me were like, hey, get your life together, figure it out. Like, and then finally I was kind of able to move along that path. I feel like everybody ends up at the school they belong at. Oh, yeah. You know, when you graduate, like, looking back, at whatever experience you went and did, you feel like that was what you were destined to do, you know? My college path, transferring schools, getting to Warner, you know, I'm the same way. I would never talk bad about it. Yeah. Never. But, you know, some people who might have gone to UF or, like, UCF or yeah. out of state have totally different experiences than us. And have totally loved it too. Like it just, I think it all depends on the person yeah. and their experience they put together for themselves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, I, I, I absolutely loved Warner and, uh, I, I do not think that going to a big college game, big college scene would be good for me. Neither. I would have, I would have <laughs> like, I tell my mom all the time, like joking around, if I went to UF, they would have never seen me again. Yeah. And now it's not a joke. Like, I would have got lost in that city. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, my thing is, like, I I already, like, struggled enough to go to class. And I, I would have never went either. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I didn't. I'm, and, hey, even not making the grades my freshman year, still graduated in four years. So I'd like to add. I can't say the same. It's only five. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and uh, I do want to hit this point. So, you know, kind of <clears throat> moved out of that whole scene, Um, kind of got my act together, Um. That's what I'm in a way, in. We're, we're, we're still that knife getting <laughs> polished away 100%, and I'm not a finished piece of work at all. Um, but I, I hit this point where it was my senior year, and I was going in my senior year, and Brian and I were living together. And I looked at Brian, and I said, dude, we've got one more year. To live it up. Yeah, and it's like, you know, you can still live it up and be responsible. responsible yeah. And, uh, and so it hit me, and I was like, you know, I had recently been through a breakup and there was girl drama in that. And then there was just a lot of things that were just kept piling up. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm leaving all that in the past and I'm going to go out there and make as most memories as I can. I'm going to go up to the people that I haven't talked to very much. I'm going to go say, hey, how you doing? And I really came out of my shell. Boy, howdy, did we? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I just like, I got so close with so many people friends that I honestly didn't think I would have like that that's when Tad and I's relationship was really close and it, Tad was uh the third guy on our previous podcast, podcast in college yeah. <laughs> um, I actually saw a TikTok come up on that the other day I yeah. thought I deleted that and I guess it didn't but it came up on my for you page dude now people are gonna go yeah look it I know <laughs> I know I gotta get on that <laughs> but yeah no I I just I hit that point um my uh the fall going into my senior year and I was like man I am going to just it's good vibes only. We're not going to let anything slow us down. Like, I don't care what happens with baseball. Like, I'm going to try to make sure I'm at every class. And I just want everything to go perfectly. And it really did. Like, we had yeah. one heck of a senior we did. year. We like, did. it was so much bonding. And it was a great time in my life. Um, good group of guys around us, too. Oh, 100%. Group of friends. 100%. Um, so then we, uh, we kind of moved towards graduation and it kind of hit like a point where I was like, man, like, what am I going to do with my life? You know, like I've got this ag degree and I love agriculture, but like, I, I just feel like there's something more than like agriculture out there for mm -hmm. me. So I get a job, um, and I'm a ranch hand at this company called Triburton. And so basically I 
handle cows, anything to do with cows, I kind of deal with. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and I always said, I was like, I'm going to start a TikTok um, once I get out of college. I didn't want to do it in college because I was scared of stuff I was going to post was going to offend the school, which really now, nothing yeah, I would have posted. posted yeah. Well, back when you would have posted back then, what you would have put, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? What you would have posted back then definitely would have fit at the school. And yeah. then some of the hard hardship of being a student athlete at a Christian university. I will yeah. say that. Like, yeah. you get censored somewhat. Big time, big time, um, but yeah, no, I wanted to, I wanted to post um, TikToks or whatever because I felt like I was a pretty funny guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I had this idea of being like an influencer, like really bad. Like that's been a dream of mine. I've told people all the time if I could travel around the world with a video camera, hundred percent, I'd do it. Like that is my absolute dream job. Like I would drop everything. Like no expenses yeah, asked like just hey get on a plane today we're going to this place go and film a video in australia all right where's my ticket yeah <laughs> i'm gone see ya yeah. um but yeah so you know i started my tiktok page and had a couple really good videos um that you know popped off and then brian came up with this idea and he kept saying he's like man like we need to bring back the podcast and i was like well like let's do it let's do it and finally he sat down with me one night you know i'm just thinking brian's talking out his butt and he, <laughs> he sits down with me he's like nate like if we're gonna do this let's do this and i was like all right let's do it i'm ready and i was like i'm and you know i'm i work 12 hours a day but you know i, I need same, a little I, I need a little something. extra i need a little extra <laughs> more stress <laughs> and so we finally started it and man there's there's a something about this thing that's just special and i know you feel Absolutely. it too yeah there was a there was a very very cool night that brian and i had together we uh we got tickets to machine gun kelly and uh, and we go over to the concert and uh, Machine Gun Kelly's playing All Time Low and Giovanni and the Higher Guns. Really good lineup. Uh, yeah, three three bands that uh, that Brian and I very like, um, very much like. Party too a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, a in, lot. yeah, in college too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, we go over and it's just Brian and I and we're like, you know what, we need a day to kind of just relax. So we go over there, you know, we're sitting on the lawn in the Florida Amphitheater, and uh, and you know, getting ready for Machine Gun Kelly. And this guy walks up to us and he was like, hey guys, uh, you know, did y'all bring any lawn chairs? And we're like, no, no, we don't we're, have any we're blankets like or anything. 80 style. We're going to rough it. Yeah. Grass. No just blanket, sitting, no yeah nothing. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and he goes, y'all got any blankets or anything? And we're like, no, no. And he's like, oh, here's two free upgrades. And so like they put us down in the chair back seats, like really nice seats. No what You, you got to We were down, <laughs> dude, we were in the nosebleeds at that place. And we went from that to being able to like, Almost touched the guitar strings, it felt like. Yeah. It, we were so nice. That guy blessed us. Bro. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. And so, you know, we get fired up. I love Machine Gun Kelly. And, and like, it, with Brian and I, we'll, we were jamming out and everything. And we get on the car ride home. And we start playing more music. And I stopped, I stopped the playlist. And I was like, Brian... I know I don't talk about this a lot and cause I'm, I'm not one that necessarily talks about my feelings or anything like that. Never. doesn't really express emotion that much. Uh, never. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, Brian, I just want you to know, I was like, if you ever have any doubt in your mind, I was like, we can do this thing like with this podcast. And I, basically I just used a bunch of words of affirmation and let Brian know. I actually care about this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I just know like at one point we were listening to an MGK song on like my radio goes to 63. I mean, the volume was at like 62 yeah. and we were like just screaming at one point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one point I was like 
pounding on your dash. I say, we can't do this. And I'm like, and Brian's over there just safely driving us home. Trying to. <laughs> and, uh, and it was just that moment where I was like, Brian and I refer to it all the time. He was like, I need an MGK moment right now. Yep. And it's it's just one of those things where it's like this, this whole idea of what we're doing here it, it, it just fires me up because if I can spread what I have in my heart here to people out there and to inspire them to go do something that I have in here, man, I just I, I just want people to have the passion I have for this out there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and you you have like the more will to inspire and want to inspire people with words. Yeah. And I do too. You know, it comes naturally with the conversations that we have sometimes with our guests. Definitely. But mine, I want to learn, bro. I was like yeah. just learning people's stories. Like I was driving the other day with Reagan down, my girlfriend out to dinner or whatever, and I told her just some random fact from some documentary I saw on Hulu. Some about some 80s t-shirt fact. I don't know. And I was like, I just like learning stuff yeah and that's you know i think that's kind of the good balance that we have here you're more the i want to inspire and you know talk about how people's stories affect them Mm -hmm. and i'm more of like dude how'd you become this you know like what do you do well i've told people all the time i was like the reason why this whole podcast works is because brian and i are complete opposites yeah we're like yin and yang yeah really like brian understands the computer stuff like brian is great with the computer stuff and i I can, we both network. That's the thing. How this whole thing breaks down is our personalities mesh very good on the podcast, Mm -hmm. I feel like. And then both of us have strengths and weaknesses in areas that the other struggle or or, are strong in. And so it's perfect because, you know, my mom was telling me, she was like, no good business has like two partners that are the same exact person mm-hmm. is because there needs to be one area where one struggles and the other one pulls up. And so, and vice versa. And so in a good business, you always have to have two people that complement each other, not two people that are exact same, because if there's two people that are exact same, why is there a need for another person? Exactly. You get what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. And so <clears throat> I think that's cool with us because whenever we, we are interviewing people or we do have ideas or you'll bring up something and I'll bring up something and then we come to a, you know, fair middle ground, um, and figure out what we're going to do. But I like it. Uh, we, we, we attack our interviews with our personalities and our personalities differ so much that they work together. Definitely. Kind of like a battery when you flip it, it's got the A plus and the negative. The, the minus, or A plus, the plus and the minus. <laughs> I'm the plus and the minus. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. Brian, Brian, a loose analogy there. <laughs> I'm a little bit of the pessimistic, and Brian's a little bit of the optimistic, <laughs> the positive and negative. But uh, I don't. I want to get into you know you're moving in to your big TikTok trend. You know you like it. You love yeah. TikTok. You like creating content. I'm a creator too. I like to create things yeah. in my head. You know I do more stuff for businesses. You do like yourself yeah. you network yourself yeah how, how like where did these inspirations come from because i know you sit on a tractor like eight hours a day and then i'll be sitting at work and I'm like i have your post notifications on by the way i'm that good of a friend i just want to put that out there I'm that brian's good of a my friend. fanboy yeah. and um, when you post it's like sometimes I'm like damn it you post again or it's sometimes he's like oh that's a pretty good video i like yeah. that one but how, where does it come from so man honestly like and don't, when I talk about my TikTok, I am not like 
TikTok famous. Like, I'm, I have a decent following. I have 13.3 thousand followers. So, You're growing so, every day. Yeah, it's it's not like I'm a guy that's got 800,000, whatever. I talk about my TikTok a lot because I enjoy making it. Yeah. And some of the results from some of the videos have shown that other people enjoy them too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, man, honestly, it comes like I... I get my big inspiration when I'm sitting on the tractor because, you know, it's it's a blessing and a curse because you sit and you're operating a piece of equipment for 8, 10, 11 hours out of the day. And it it gives you time where you're always in your thoughts. And so if you have a bad day, you can just continually and continually run scenarios so your head not talking about anything. Mm. And so it can really be a Debbie Downer on your day because you're sitting there like just stuck yes. in your crap. I've been and, so, in, and, I've, and any operators that are listening know exactly what I'm talking about. I was going to say, I've been there. I've like, I've yeah. mowed groves and tractors before like, yeah. for days. It's, it's something that uh, not a lot of people will understand, whether like it's construction guys or agriculture guys. Whenever you're in a cab for that long, it's, so bad. it's and, and it's enjoyable at times. It's like, I like my job, but there's a lot of times where you're just stuck in your thoughts. And, uh, and so when I'm stuck in my thoughts, I have a lot of these ideas too. <laughs> and so I get, I get in these moods where I call them my silly goofy moods. Mm-hmm. And so I just think of like stupid stuff. It's kind of like ADHD, like just going nuts. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so like, I'll be bouncing all these ideas off and then all of a sudden, like, I'll just be scrolling because I don't scroll through TikTok for my enjoyment. I scroll through TikTok to get ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously I, you know, that's I enjoy I some too. of the videos. Yeah. It's not like I'm like, oh, bah humbug. Like, you know, I, I, I try to get ideas. I do enjoy them, but I try to you, get my own ideas. You do it more for trends, right? Yeah. Like you could, you, you look for trends. I, when I'm looking for ideas, I look for like camera angles or like tricks yeah. of things that, I do that for my doing, photography, yeah, bitch. stuff like that. Yeah, and that again, that goes back to our differences there. Yeah, and they go together. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, it's just, it's just like I try to get, you know, different audios. Um, if it's a trending audio, if I keep seeing an audio and I feel like I can do something with that, um, or if I have, for instance, like I get quotes in my head, um, and then if I can figure out something that pairs with it, um. I mean, obviously, you know, the big one. Yeah. Um, the big one, I got 4.4 million views, and it was... Uh, Is that what you refer to it as? The big one. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the there's big a, one. There's a TikTok sound for that. That's yeah. going on. The, the big one. That's going on our TikTok. It's going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, basically, I, you know, I kind of poked fun at the arrest thing that I was talking about earlier, and I said, uh, is a video of me just, you know, sitting on a... I think side by side or something. And I said, uh, whenever, uh, whenever you pay for, uh, uh, what was it? When I, when you, Oh, when you pay for a photo shoot, uh, or if, when you pay $21,000 for a photo shoot and only get one picture back and then it flips to my mugshot. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, people, people liked that one a lot. I did. As soon as I saw it, because I like, like I said, I have your post notifications on even back then, even back then. Um, as soon as I saw it, I was like, damn, that was a good one because it made me chuckle. It was like I was driving down the road. Yes, disclaimer, I was TikToking and driving. Please do not do that if you're listening. But uh, I, I chuckled and almost like, you know, <laughs> screwed. Yeah. And uh, I was like, in my head, I was like, all right, that one's going to be big. And we were sitting at dinner that night uh, eating our chicken wings at the coop. Um, we love, love coop nights. Nice. Yeah. And 
you know, you're sitting there and your fo- your face lights up. You're looking at your phone. And I look at Reagan who's sitting beside me and I said, and uh, I see your face and you're like going like this, refreshing. I was like, what's up? And he's like, dude, I'm going viral right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Dude, I'm going viral right now. I've had a, I've had a couple videos <laughs> like that. And man, it's... Yeah. I can't explain the feeling. It's like a drug. It is, dude, it's bad. <laughs> it is bad. Like, it is such a drug because, like, you refresh. And, like, when you start out, you know, you'll get 300 views. And then, you know, you get a couple notifications. And you look, and you're like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm at 2,500. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's cool. And then all of a sudden, it's boom. And it's like 25K. And then, like, you're like, oh, shoot, that really popped off. You set your phone down for three minutes, you refresh, you're at 100. And it's like, it just boom, boom, boom. Dude, it was a matter of four hours, and I was at a million views. And it's like, anytime I refreshed, I was jumping 100,000 views. It was insane. Like, it was crazy. Crazy to think that that many people are all on your video at that time. Like, it's crazy to think that that many people are on the same site at that time. So... I put this in perspective. So I went to a Gator game a couple weeks later and I'm sitting in the stadium and in the stadium, there's what? 91,000, 93,000, 93,000 people in that stadium. Mm -hmm. Okay. It'd be like everybody be on their phone. Yeah. No. So, so I had 352,000 likes Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting in the stadium looking around and I said, if I took this stadium and multiply it by three, that's how many people saw my video and decided to double tap. That's crazy, right? That's insane. <laughs> it's because you're literally sitting there, and you—it's just people everywhere. And that many people were like, "That's funny." Like, I, it's like think about if it's those like ninety-one thousand times three or whatever, and all at once they all started laughing. Dude, it's it's it is a drug because like we've had a couple of reels, but the whole one stuff that I yeah. do on like Facebook that have popped off. YouTube, we had a big one with uh, Jacob Cooper's. Disclaimer against five guys. <laughs> and uh, like I had the notifications going off on my phone at work. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this feeling. I know I when it's this I know more. when it's a good video <laughs> because I'll look down at my Apple Watch and I'll have people following me on my oh, Instagram. Yeah. And so I'll get Instagram follow no because I don't have my TikTok notifications mm-hmm. on my watch. It's just Instagram. And so <clears throat> I'll look down and all of a sudden I'll feel like, and I'll be like, oh, TikTok's popping off. Nice. And I'll look and it's nice. like, okay, that's cool. Cause my Instagram's linked <laughs> to my TikTok. But man, it's, 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 it's very cool because it's like, I want to hit trends, but at the same time, like I want to post something that people are going to relate to. Yeah. Um, and so like with a lot of my stuff, you know, I, I do the stupid little trends and stuff like that. And I encourage people to be like, if you ever make a video and you think it's cringy, posted yeah because i can't tell i can't tell you how many videos that i have posted and thought they were cringy and ended up getting twenty five thousand views or things like that and it's like "Ah, that's stupid like i don't like it at all Eh, whatever like what am i gonna do i can delete it in a day or whatever and then all of a sudden it pops off and it's just it's crazy man how all that works and i'm i'm so excited we get to talking about this because i didn't want to tell you because I, I landed a TikToker today for the show as a guest. Who? I can't tell you his name. I wanted it to be a surprise for our later guests. I'll have to tell you after. You better not be bluffing. He's got 29,000 followers, something like that. He's got a baseball page. 
Oh, that's cool. He'll be a cool, he's going to be a cool guy. He agreed to come on the show, and uh, I was talking to him, he was like, yeah, man, I would love to come on and talk about the new age social media and all that goes into content creating and whatnot, and I was like, that's going to be right up Nate's alley, and I have to be a good Dude. one to tune in to. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really unreal, man, because like a lot of people will see the consumer side of all the social media stuff going on right now, like whether it's because... Like, when I get home from work, when I get done doing this, like, I, I sit on my phone and I do research on stuff like yeah. that. Because, I, you know, I gave you a couple tips on your um, your page and stuff like that because I'm not going to give some, I'm not going to tell somebody, like, hey, go do this unless I see results from me doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy because just a simple way to set up your profile can completely change the amount of views you have. Yeah. Like, just because of keywords you use or, you know... From hashtags, yeah, like it's, just, it's crazy to think that you know when I was, I think I think it was sixth grade. I was, that's when Instagram came out. I think it was like 2012 mm-hmm. when it came out, and I remember being like on Instagram and like being on social media and that that stuff back then. I'm like, man, all there is is a like button. You yeah. know, that's it. Like there was none of no algorithms. There's no it's this person posted. If you're following this person. You see this post. If not, oh well. Better follow them later on. Like it's crazy to think where the world of social media has come to. I kind of look at it like a gold rush, right? Mm-hmm. So way back in the '40s, when everybody was moving it's out west, everybody was trying to get the gold, get the gold, get the gold, get rich fast. Well, mm-hmm. if you look at it, a social media man, you can get you can get big overnight. You can get you know, let's be honest, you can get rich yeah. overnight with social media, and. Yeah. It's kind of like the same, you know, effect. People are going to start flocking to try to do it, do it, do it. And that's why there's so many podcasts, there's so many shows out there. There's so many everything. See, that's the part that I beg to differ. Really? Because what you see are the people that finally have the courage to start posting videos. Okay. If you look at the percentage of creators on TikTok, then the like percentage of consumers, it's unreal. I don't know the exact number, but... Um, I want to say it was like there's 15% of creators uh, creators for 85% of consumers. Man, that's nuts. That means there's 85% of the people out there will have an account and never post a video. Huh. That's crazy. And so you look at TikTok and all these people that are TikTok famous and stuff like that. Think about the 85% of people that are sitting there just looking at scrolling. their phone dreaming, oh, I wish I could do that. Yeah. And never have the courage to post one video. It's true. That's insane. And that's what I tell people all the time. Don't be afraid of what people think about you. Like, because I, I deal with that a lot because yeah, I, I, do po- too. I post, I mean, Brian and I, my whole life's on social media. And so like, and I, I don't say it like I'm some big superstar or anything like that, but you know, I hope to one day I am. I think you, you have different approaches to social media, right? Mm-hmm. So when you get on, you post and you, you know, you scroll, scroll, scroll. I've been, I've been hanging out with you before and I'm like, Nate, Nate. I'm always looking for ideas. You're TikTok scrolling. And, you know, me, I have a different kind of thing with it. I post and ghost, kind of. You know, like I post on there, and then I really don't ever get on there. You know, the main main one I stay on, and I'm really guilty of this, is Snapchat. Because I Snapchat you, I Snapchat Reagan, I Snapchat Mm -hmm. all my friends throughout the day. But, like, I don't really get on Instagram a lot unless I'm posting reels for the post or, like, for the our show or Mm -hmm. stuff like that or... I just don't know. I, I have I like that approach because I don't get caught up in all the 
you know, negativity of social media. You see, my thing is I get really caught up in Instagram reels and not because I, I barely post Instagram reels. Yeah. It's because they're so entertaining me because they're focused to what I like. Mm-hmm. See, my TikTok is algorithm is so boogered right now because it's all the trends and stuff that yeah. I personally don't give a crap about, but that's what sticks. That's what you're, that's your research. Yeah. And so like when I'm on my TikTok, it's almost unenjoyable for me now to be able to scroll through because I've got, you know, I like one thing with a certain like effect mm-hmm. and then that affects all over my for you page. And it's like, okay, yeah, the effect's cool, but I really don't, it's, oh my, so this is one's a big <laughs> one. So you remember whenever the big, it's corn thing yeah, like yeah, popped corn, up on corn song yeah. that would not pop off my or tiktok for <laughs> months dude like it was so frustrating because i would every other thing it's, it's cold. cold yeah that sound yeah oh my gosh man i it's was so, so frustrated so and then annoying. and then when my friends would do it and i'm like it's con no, no shut up please stop saying that i've heard it's corn a thousand times a day looking for tiktok I'm, ideas i'm gonna make that your ringtone on my phone please so don't you call me it's gonna be it's corn it, it, it's <laughs> it's oh, it's, so, it's so frustrating and hey that's another example of a kid that had a video that blew Overnight. up and made millions literally yeah literally that's crazy but, yeah, but i'm glad that we got into that and i'm glad that i kind of dropped my little present there for you in the episode he's yeah, gonna no. be a cool guest i'm looking forward to it yeah he'll be maybe he can teach guest. me some yeah and he, i think he i think he'll help you with some edits and stuff too definitely but uh you know nate we've been going at it now for about 45 50 minutes so i want to get into our snap questions i i put these together personally you know i didn't why write them down on our whiteboard up here that we do our script on and stuff to help us keep on track because i didn't want you to see them i want them to be like natural reactions you know, okay. and I think they're pretty good. I'm gonna have to think about it. A little I bit. think they're pretty good. So the first one I'm gonna ask you is I don't want to ask you the table question because we've already given us like you know we've already given our answers for mm-hmm. the table question. I'm not gonna just beat the dead horse. But uh, if you could have one last meal, what would it be? Anybody can cook it, by the way. Mm, man, can I have two? No, I said one. Dang, not even a surf and turf no. kind of deal. Well, no. Like, it can be one last meal in a whole. Not like, I'm going to eat this now and then save it. So it's not like I can say, like, a triple dipper thing at Chili's, huh? No, you could. That could be your meal. Well, that's three different things. That's your meal, though. Okay, well, I'm a pretty good cook. What if I cook this for myself? Fine. Okay. Go for it. (laughs) So I'm a big, I I love chicken wings. I'd say. So buffalo chicken wings, they have to be all flats, the two bones, (laughs) and uh, just ranch. And then I'm a sucker for just blackened shrimp. Like, I really like blackened shrimp. So nice. if I can, like, I can have some chicken, some shrimp, chef and turf action. Over a better rice or fries? I really like rice pilaf, honestly. Nice. Uh, that's a good call there. I'd, I'd have went with the rice, too. Yeah, I really like rice pilaf. Per- like, personally. Or, like, rice pilaf or any kind of, like, um, you know, dirty rice, like sausage yeah, or something in there. Like that, that, that spicy rice mm. that jambalaya rice it's good stuff mm. it's good stuff <laughs> why are you saying stuff because like? i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> all right guys belly's growling Moving over there. On. Uh, okay i have like three or four lined up i didn't know which ones i was gonna pick so excuse me looking at my phone like this um oh this is a good one describe your dream woman oh man because you are a single man you are a bachelor Oh, uh, huh. 
So, man, I don't. I really don't have a type. Um, I ain't got no type. <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, man, I, I have talked to tattooed women. I've talked to blonde women, and I just, I don't know. I, I, this is hard. The per- okay, I'll give a description of the personality because looks and whatever that really, obviously, you know, I. I'll you gotta find be attractive. Yeah, and yeah, I'd have to find him attractive, that. but you know, I'm not like a blonde guy or a black haired or redhead and like I Yeah, I, you're not picky. Yeah, no. Um but in terms of personality, man, they've got to be um they they just can't be drama filled. Like they can't go out looking for an argument. Uh-huh. Um I've dated a lot of toxic women i feel like i've been <laughs> um, there too and uh and so that well that's part of the reason why i'm single I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I like my peace of mind um and so if i'm dating a woman and she does not give me a peace of mind she's probably hitting the road I get um, that. because i enjoy my peace of mind Same. right now um Same. honestly i was talking to my mom the other night and i i told her i said mom the next girl i date I can almost guarantee you I'm going to marry her because I'm not going to put myself in a situation to fall on my face again. Yeah. I so it's that. it's basically God's going to have to be. Yeah, yeah, God's going to have to be in my ear and be like, hey, this is the one. This is the one. Quit dragging your feet. <laughs> kind of had that message. Feel that. <laughs> um, but man, honestly, they've got to be loving. They absolutely have to love my family. Uh-huh. My family is the number one most important thing to me. Um, I work for them, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're very tight knit like group. Her, it's going to affect work too at that point. Yeah, um, they got to love my family. Um, a big thing for me, man, I like presents. Like, I'm not a gold digger, but, like, <laughs> I like, <laughs> like, I like, like presents. Yeah, yeah, for instance, like, if you go to the gas station and you see a keychain that says Nathan and you buy it for me and bring it back home and says, hey, I saw this, thought of you, and hand it to me, that will make my day. <laughs> honestly. Like, honestly. Or if you go to the gas station and bring back home a large vanilla Coke, I'm going to love you. Nice. Like, I'm just like a small thing. Very small things, like things that relate to me, like Reese cups, like things that are very, like. That's my favorite candy bar, by the way. Yeah, like things that are very important to me or whatever, things like that, like that make me me. And you go pick that up and bring it, and I don't not, won't even have to say a word, and you come back with it. <laughs> Dude, that will make my day. <laughs> like, yeah. Nice. Do that, okay. women. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else you'd like to have that question before we move on? Uh, I do like like green eyes, and it's cool. okay. But yeah. That, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we can move on now. Nice, <laughs> nice. So, not particular on looks. I mean, I mean, not picky on looks. Um, green eyes and any color cool. eyes, just not. And brown. love your family. Yeah. Shouldn't be too hard. I think a lot of women can fit that mold. I'm very picky. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Ooh. Who is your dream guest? Hmm. Dang. No, no, no warning, Brian. Yes. Just straight on the spot. Well, yeah, that's why it's called a snap question, bro. Um, so how about this? Since you since we didn't answer the table question, what if I have three dream guests? I'll give guests? you two. Two. Because, you know, I only gave you one earlier and I gave you two on that. But I only asked for one, so I'll I would have dropped the shrimp then. Um, okay, so my dream guest. 
can't believe you don't know yours. I know mine off rip. If you ask me this question, I tell you right now. Go Wetzel. Um, that, that quick. Probably Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Um. All right. All right. All right. Do, wait. Do they have to be alive? No. Okay. I take that back. Robin Williams. Okay. I um, knew you were going to do that. Yeah. Robin Williams is uh, my favorite actor of all time. Um, because I saw one of his movies called Dead Poet Society. And uh, he really challenges it. He's basically a teacher at a boarding school. And it's all boys. Um, and they're very strict. And they're very like, you know, bum, 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 bum. Like you got to mm-hmm. follow the rules. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Robin Williams is his teacher. And he has these guys in this poetry class. And he challenges them to think outside the box. To think for themselves. To think um, basically what you see is black and white. Thinking purple. Yeah. And so like just... Beyond your wildest imagines kind of uh, uh, imagination kind of thing, and he really challenges these kids. And these you see the de- development of um, these boys from being like stuck in this like code that you had to be to be able to just do these all the extraordinary things. Mm. And it really like it really um, influenced me because like he the whole time he was just telling them and he was like, Hey, go do this, follow your dreams. Like you can do this. Like if you have interest, go try it. Why not? Yeah. Um, and then he's just, it was very, very cool. Um, in that movie, if you've never seen it, I would say, go see it. Um, I have to watch it. No, check it out. And, uh, and then obviously he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so, so if I, I could, mean, he's uh, a comedian. Yeah. Like if he could sit down and I laugh my butt off the whole time, all for it. And then if you can get deep and talk about some of the, the deep meanings of things, um, honestly, like it, it broke my heart the day, the day that he passed away, um, or committed suicide. Like I cried, like he was very, very, uh, important i say important person in my life he didn't know who i was but, <laughs> <laughs> um he was a he was very cool influential. yeah influential person in my life um grew up watching his movies and uh loved watching his youtube videos of his stand-up com- uh comedy and yeah i i definitely say he would be uh one of my guests um for number two man we already said two you said matthew no i dropped matthew oh, i okay. said no, i said robin Williams. Ten four, um ten four on that I think Dale Earnhardt Jr. would be hilarious. Or Dale Earnhardt Sr. Okay. I think he would be a good one. The Intimidator. Yeah. Just because, like... I don't I mean, know if he'd talk much. You don't think so? I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I've seen his interviews in the past. He's been... It just depends on what sponsors on his chest, I guess. <laughs> I, I feel like he would be cool because he uh, he's a big outdoorsman. Yeah. Um He liked to go really fast. I don't know. That one just came off the top of my head, and I was like, you know, I feel like that would be cool. I mean, he's a legend. Nice. Nice. That was a good question. You might have to save that one for me next week. Okay. Maybe I might already have my answers. Well, you already said (laughs) co-wensel. I might get another one. All right. You know, this last question I got lined up for you before we sign off here, it might kind of go back to your rule one, but I think it's a good question to ask to end things, to kind of, you know... Get to know the full Nathan Smothers. What is a what's the best piece of advice you've ever been told, partner? And you could take time to answer this. <laughs> I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but it's uh, no the one. I had one off the rip that popped into my mind that I'm not okay. going to repeat. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> can't repeat it. Man, uh, so this. I mean, I I talked about my dad a little bit. Yeah. Um. The best piece of advice, um, he preached it all the time. He said, uh, make it count. 
that was his big thing. Um, that was his big slogan at his funeral. Um, and he always would say, just make it count. Like, whatever you do, just make it count. It doesn't matter if you're, it's kind of like, just do it or, you know, do 100%. But his thing was make it count. And so if you have one opportunity to one, to do one thing, make it count. And so, for instance, like he would always, I would be going up to bat. Um, I remember there's a specific time. I was probably, I was 10 years old and I was in, you know, majors baseball, like, you know, little boy baseball. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I was going up to bat and it's a tie ball game and, you know, my dad walked up to the edge of uh, dugout. He goes, he was like, hey, bud, just make it count. And he wasn't like a dad that was like, hey, you know, you need to go do this, this and that. He was just standing by the dugout. Yeah, he's like a cool dad. Yeah, he and he was, a- like, he was like, hey, come on, make it count. Yeah. And I go up there and I hit my first home run that I ever had. Nice. And it was like, it was just one of those cool moments where he was always standing there and it was just something he always said, it was make it count. So it doesn't matter what you do, make put 110% effort, uh, effort in and make it count. I like that. So that's good. That's, that's my good, deal. That's a good. That's good to wrap it up on, man. Because you know you're kind of ties it all in. A little yeah, bit. yeah. I was gonna say you're a person that's you know driven, who's gonna make all their opportunities count on what they do, mm-hmm. and you're passionate for all things. And that's why you know I picked you as my partner, and that's why I uh, told you. If we're gonna do this thing, we're gonna do this. Did I have shit a choice? Right start. I really, <laughs> I, I really don't know if we had a choice because I kind of told you. I was like, "Hey, I really want to start the podcast up. You're doing it." Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, you're doing this podcast, and we're gonna record it at your house. Yeah, like, kind of. All right, yeah, yeah bring sweet. bring we're it on in. over. Here. <laughs> uh, that was fun, man. Well, Brian, man, I appreciate you having me on your Absolutely, podcast. Man, no <laughs> Guys, if you like what you saw. Yeah, follow me on social media at yeah. smothers underscore five. <laughs> it's in our bio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, no, that was cool. Guys, um, please keep following, keep liking, keep subscribing. You know, we get more every day. Yeah. I, I look at the YouTube. It gets more likes. I look at the Instagram. We get more likes. Our TikTok. You know, get a little bit of spike in followers like every, you know, day or day and a half. Wow. It's kind of cool. Yeah, guys, we really appreciate y'all. And, uh, I mean, like I, like we said, if you liked my story, I mean, y'all know my personal page. But I hope y'all are looking forward to Brian's story next yeah. week. Um, we're going to dive in a little bit. He's got a lot of cool stuff. You know, we always talk about um, little snippets of our life. But we just kind of want to just lay it all out there for y'all so y'all know exactly who is hosting these podcasts and trying to be able to relate to these stories that we have on. I'm going to drop a bomb on here next week. The fact, um, if anybody's ever seen me and my dad, you know, yeah. they, we look a lot alike, but I'm going to drop a bomb on the show. I, was, I, I figured you were going to bring that up. Yeah, it'll be good. But uh, until then, guys, thank you for watching another episode. The Rule One Podcast. Yeah, we'll be in the Keys this weekend, so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, man, we're excited. It's birthday weekend, the big 2-4, yeah, baby. Brian's turning 24. And we'll see y'all next, next week. week. Peace.